Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed he do. Glad to have you here. Lots going on, lots to get to. Last week, we had this stupid story about, I think it was in the UK, I think it was, where midwifery schools were teaching students how to deliver a baby from a biological man. Carrie, that, that, you remember that story? Yeah, I do, yes. Yep. Anyway, you would deliver the baby through the man's uh, private part. I don't, I don't like saying the word. I can, but I don't like saying the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that, of course, can't happen. That no. just That cannot happen. It is not something that can happen. We've got a story today that further takes away womanhood from women. Carrie, at some point as a woman, aren't you just done with this crap? Uh, well, yes. And I have been for a while. Yeah. Because you guys whine and you moan and you complain Excuse and all this me? crap. Excuse but you have the ability to, to, to deliver the babies. I mean, this is really Hello. something amazing yes. that women can do. Yes. We've oh, oh pregnant, well. blah, blah, look at me. Oh, my back. So, you know, I really? get it. Really? Oh, no, what? you don't get it. You do not <laughs> even begin I totally to get, get it. it. You don't get oh, it. Oh, no, I get it. Oh, I, I, I felt the, the, the pain, I had the contractions as well. You need to so, stop. But, but, I mean, but that's something uniquely that women do. You guys bring life. We do. And we're giving this ability so to men now? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. What the hell yeah. are we doing? So we'll get into that. We'll do that. We've, got a, we've actually got a story where they're going to try to make XY people have the ability to have a baby. And it's like the, the whole thing, the whole premise is just sick, isn't it? It's, um, you know, maybe 10 years ago, it's like, what? That's not going to happen. No, that's crazy. But here we are. It's sick. Yeah. So we'll we talk are. about that. And, also, and there's another lesson in some school somewhere where they're teaching the kids... Of course, the truth that Republicans are horrible people. You should hate Republicans on a Monday. So women aren't women and anybody can have a baby. And Republicans are the devil or something. And if that were the case about men and where the babies came from, there would be no more babies. Okay? Exactly right. There would be no more babies. Exactly right. I'll tell you that, listen, if they really give a biological male the ability to carry a baby, and we'll get into what, how, how they're saying that in a little while, they still won't have the baby because we can't handle pain. <laughs> right? We're yeah, still going to be like, oh, forget this crap. It I'll just pretend I'm one. I'm not having this baby. A lot. Yeah. Forget it, man. Not not a chance. By the way, that is uh, Chocolate Voice, Carrie Lockie, Polo, making it happen, my technical director, Sam, daughter, producer, Call screener, booker, all that stuff. Mini me, if you will. Why even have women anymore, Carrie, if men can just do everything women can do? Well, hold on there. Hold on. You need women. You do. Not according to that story, we don't. can't do everything, actually. Oh, really? No, well, really. Well, okay. Yeah. Why don't we go lift some weights? And I'll say I'm a woman. Let's see you lift weights as, bad, but as good as I can. Plus, they can now give me the ability to have a child. Why do we need the women? <laughs> oh, I can funny. somehow impregnate myself, which actually no. people have been telling me to do for a long time, but I, I didn't think they meant it. What? What? Yeah, that's not what they mean. Oh, that's actually, not what they meant, it's no? something different. That's yeah. weird. I took something it that way. It's kind of weird. I mean, yeah. I can't say it on the radio, but. Mm. Uh, all right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We might as well take the Band-Aid off. Let's just get right to this. Again, last week there was a story where midwifery schools in the UK somewhere were teaching 
the students how to deliver children from biological men. That was actually the lead of the story. I'm not adding the word biological. It was in there. Mm-hmm. And so literally XY chromosome human beings somehow were going to deliver babies through their private part. I'm not saying I don't like the word. Interesting. And uh, I'm just not. So, um, uh, and, and I was like, yeah, well, that can't happen. Well, it turns out we have a story today where that maybe can happen. Mm-hmm. Fill me in. From Fox 29, a surgeon in India is planning to attempt a womb transplant into a biological male trans woman. A first-of-its-kind procedure that, if conducted as planned, will enable the patient to become pregnant. And Dr. Narendra Kaushik runs a gender reassignment clinic in New Delhi, India, according to DailyMail.com. He reportedly claims to be very, very optimistic that his transplant procedure can be successful. Quote, every transgender woman wants to be as female as possible, and that includes being a mother. Dr. Kaushik reportedly tells The Mirror the way towards this is with a uterine transplant, the same as a kidney or any other transplant. And the procedure, which DailyMail.com calls risky, reportedly involves the use of reproductive, biologically female organs from a deceased donor. And DailyMail.com also says the organs could come from a donor who transitioned from a woman to man and had theirs removed. And there was only one documented case of a donor womb being transplanted into a trans woman, DailyMail.com reports. At the trans woman recipient in that transplant reportedly died from complications just months after the procedure. Womb transplants are still reportedly considered experimental and can cost tens of thousands of dollars, according to the Mirror. While the procedure reportedly cannot connect the donated womb to any fallopian tubes and therefore does not lead anyone to becoming naturally pregnant, experts have claimed it is theoretically possible by use of in vitro fertilization. Uh, I, I don't want to say anything. I'm just leaning back. Mm. I, don't, I don't understand. So we're gonna we're gonna transplant a uterus inside the guy. Trans woman. Mm-hmm. No, we'll go ahead and say guy. And <laughs> then we're going to try in vitro fertilization. Yeah. So since trans women cannot produce eggs, and since the male skeleton's hips are narrower than a female skeleton, the plan would be to use IVF to implant a viable fertilized egg into a trans woman's transplanted womb and then extract the infant by use of a C section. So we're going to we're going to find a uterus somewhere. Because we we just have those at like Walmart. Mm. Going to go find a uterus somewhere. Pop that sucker inside a guy, an XY, and then in vitro fertilization, hoping it works and will attach to the womb somehow. And then once the 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 child is ready to be born, you're going to cut the dude open. I mean the XY open, and take the baby out. Yes. Or they could do the in vitro fertilization in an actual woman. What? And not do any of that crap. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Before I sent you that story, did you think that they were actually going to try to do this garbage? Uh, no, I really hadn't given yeah. it much thought, actually. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, yeah, here we mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Here we mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So we're, that's what we're doing now. Why Why do we have to have women? Well, I guess you have to have the woman to donate well, the uterus. the egg. You have to have the egg and the uterus. And, and that's why I can't just like go and pop out an egg? <laughs> no. Really? No. Really. Come on, man. 
<sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have, we have, listen, we already knew we were in Bizarro World, but now we're like on the spaceship going the speed of light to Bizarro World. We're going, no longer, well, I guess you'd need the woman to donate the egg that she's not going to use her own uterus. We'll take her egg and her uterus, pop it in some XY <laughs> and say, this is now a pregnant woman and then slice his belly open once it's time to, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it's going to Hey, work. it's a baby. Look at the baby. Look at the baby. Come on, man. Come on, dude. What do we... Let me ask you this. You you won't tell me. I'll, I'll ask the people listening because this is going to get into big-time opinion. Okay, thank you. Why aren't the women's lib organizations freaking out? Why is it now freaking out? They are defeminizing, dewomanizing women. They're dewomanizing the idea of being a woman. The, the woman has the most important job on the planet to, to have the babies. And we're giving that to guys, and we're giving it to guys who aren't women, they're XYs, chromosomally, DNA, they are males, and we're going to pop a uterus in there and just say, now you can do what the women can do, which of course they can't, because if they could, they would naturally be able to do that. That's where we are. Where are the left-wing radical lib women freaking out? Because, you know, Martina Navratilova tried to freak out, and they shut her right down. At what point will Alyssa Milano stand up and say, who, by the way, great in commando. You know what I'm saying? Mm, you said many times. Then Ted Cruz steals the joke. You know, whatever, Ted. Don't, don't <laughs> steal my crap. Anyway, um, where, where is she? She's oh, like all one, women's right. Where are all the P-hat people that were out there marching? The March for Women, where Madonna was going to blow up the White House. Or she said that she wishes that she could. Or dreams of it or some crap. What are we? What, what am I missing? Should my five daughters grow up and think to themselves, "Well, I, I really don't have to worry about the babies. The guys will take care of that." <laughs> and and here we are. There are children in school that will learn this is something that's possible. Go on Amazon. Hey, could I get a uterus? Mm. Oh, look, there's one one for Prime. Uh, then get that's it. We can get it by tomorrow. Yeah, get it by tomorrow. Hey, honey, will you help me? I need to pop this uterus in. And again, you keep saying that word, but what? I think it's a little more, you know, pop it in. Um, you can't pop the uterus in A little in there? more complicated than that. You put it right in through the belly button, no? pop it in. No, 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 no. So they have to do a massive operation to put the uterus in there, try to get a, a fertilized egg to stick to the wall, and then cut them open in nine months. Yeah, yep. So he can say what? Look, I had a baby. Yes. Come on, dude. Come on, man. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. I want the most liberal doofus who's listening to me right now. Media Matters, Daily Cost, any of you idiots that are listening right now, call in and tell me why I'm wrong with my take that we should go ahead and leave the baby making to the women. I'm, just, I'm telling you, at some point, all, everybody on the left is going to say, well, well, I'm not on the left anymore. This is stupid. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pike Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Tons going on. Lots to get to. I appreciate you being here. 
The Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. What the hell, men can have uteruses now. They can, they can, uh, they can bake a, a child, uh, bring it right, put it right in the, in the belly, and just pop it out with a C-section later. Um, and it's not a big deal. No big deal, ladies. Don't worry about it. I mean, we're, we're marginalizing women every single day with these stupid stories. It doesn't make any sense, whether it's a sports, whether it's a swimming match, whether it's a weightlifting thing. Now, now you could have a baby. If you're an XY, come on, man. Doesn't make any sense. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Listen, as we get older, we feel the fatigue. We feel the endurance isn't there like, like it used to be. And it can't be fixed with more caffeine. Introducing a new way to start your day. Hope, hopefully you're doing this already. Been telling you about Super Beats Heart Chews for a long time. Get some Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat. They give you energy you need. They're good for you, too. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. Two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews. Add those to your morning routine. Promote heart-healthy energy for your entire day without a caffeine crash because Super Beats Heart Chews, unique clinically researched grapeseed extract, promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. Here, here's the bottom line. They taste great. Non-GMO beets and, uh, and this grapeseed extract stuff they use, it's amazing. And also, it's been proven through clinical studies to be heart-healthy. It's going to support a, a healthy blood pressure level, healthy blood flow. You're going to want this. Go right now to my part of the website. They actually put a new website up for me, JoeLovesBeats.com. JoeLovesBeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping. It's their best offer available anywhere. Again, JoeLovesBeats.com. Up to 45% off at JoeLovesBeats.com. Make that happen. Make it happen right now. You go to the phone lines. Your thoughts about, hey, XY's just having babies, and, and I guess women just don't need to anymore. Uh, Paul, Texas, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Uh, my kid goes to uh, a school in Comal Independent School District. Cool, right? man. He's 13, so he's in uh, seventh grade. Nice. And uh, we go for a walk every night, and he told me, you know, Dad, what's wrong with being transgender? I was like, well, buddy, that's not right. That's not normal. That's not science. He says, well, Dad, you don't understand. I said, no, son, I completely understand. They normalize this. They make this into what it's not. This is not right, and this is not acceptable. And I almost feel like I've failed as a dad that my kid says to me, well, dad, you don't understand. But I, I mean, it blows my mind, you know, God, God, country and family. And it, you know, where did I go wrong that? My did you ask him, did you ask him why he said that? Who, did you ask him who taught him that? Well, he said that there's kids at school that are transgender. And I said, outside of that very minuscule, like 0.01, that might be like, you know, hermaphroditic. You know, and he's like, well, so it is kind of natural. No, 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 it's not natural. No. These people have mental health issues. Right. And I feel like I've failed as a father because, you know. I well, work, you, have, you I haven't, work, you know, listen, work. you haven't failed as a father. The education system is failing because they should be teaching kids real science. All you have to say to your child as a father is it's called gender dysphoria. That's a real thing. It's a mental condition. And it makes them think that they were given the wrong body. That's something they're dealing with with their family, with their doctors, and with their with their you know um, circle. This isn't something that you should worry about. Just be very technical with your with your child. This is something called gender dysphoria. It's a real condition, and they're going to get the help that they need. But it is not something that happens very often, and it's not something that's that's certainly normal. And, and that's that's how you answer it. Right, and I told him it's gender dysphoria. These this is a mental health issue. Right, and you know he just kind of. I I hope I like you know, open that inroad to him that this is a mental health issue, but it seems like they're teaching him at school that this is acceptable, you know, and then Hollywood and the TV 
shows that this stuff is acceptable. And it's, it's not. And it just blows my mind that even in, you know, conservative deep South Texas, that, you know, it seems like the schools are teaching this stuff. I hear you. I appreciate you, Paul. Uh, you, listen, raise it with the teachers if you need to. Raise it with the principal if you need to. Raise it with the district if you need to. I mean, do that. But also make sure you tell your children the truth. The truth is XY is male, XX is female. That's what it is. Now, when somebody becomes an adult, as I've said a million times, if they want to live as the opposite gender, that's up to them. I'm a freedom guy. I'm a freedom and liberty guy. You want to live that way? Fine. But your child needs to learn what's true. And again, people even in seventh grade should be learning about, about this you know, gender dysphoria. They should be learning about biology, where do babies come from, what do the parts do, I mean, all that kind of stuff. And if there's somebody who is disconnected between their mental and their emotional and their physical, that's something you should explain to you. Listen, I remember being 12 and in seventh grade or 13 in seventh grade, whatever. Um, I was 13 in eighth grade. But I remember being that person. And if somebody taught me something that was factual and scientific, then it worked out. And I got it. Okay, well, I get it. Okay, so some people have a different mental capacity or a mental situation, and they're dealing with that emotionally, mentally, and whatever else. The problem is, you're right. They're being taught that it's normal. They're being taught that this can happen, and you really are given the wrong body. And something that I always say, because we're people who believe in God, is God doesn't make mistakes. So you got the body you're supposed to get, and if you don't feel like it's the right body, let's figure that out. That's really the simplest way to do it with somebody who's a pre-adolescent or somebody going through puberty. Now, again, when you're 18, you want to cross-dress, you want to, you want to get an operation to, to look more like the opposite gender, you want to live that way, fine. I'm not saying that you can't. But we also have to teach the truth at the same time. John, Texas, what's going on? Hi. Hey, I love your show. You Thank did you. a great job. Um, I'm so happy to hear about your mom and you in, in Mar-a-Lago. Oh, thanks, man. I do have a question, though. If, if we're going to start implanting, why don't they use pig uteruses? Because we're so linked to pigs and heart valve and different, yeah. you know, studies and operations. Right. And uh, my last question is, how is that kosher? All right, thanks, John. Appreciate you. John, John waited a while, Carrie, to get that out there. So, mm. uh, yeah, pig, pig uteruses, I'm guessing, mm. were, were, are probably designed. I could be wrong. Probably designed to to um to deal with piglets, what? not yeah. with human beings. I I know, I know. It's <laughs> crazy. crazy me. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's probably what they're made for. Mm-hmm. And um and uh, yeah, how is that kosher? Because mm-hmm. get it, it's pork. Yeah, and we get it. Hebrew stuff and yeah. kosher. Yeah. Good stuff. Way to bring it, brother. So so here's the bottom line. And what I said to the previous caller is is truth, scientifically true, logically true, rationally true. If somebody doesn't believe they're in the right body and if they're a pre-adolescent or a pre-pubescent, then they should be taught the truth. I understand you feel this way and I'm sorry you feel this way, but your body says what it is chromosomally uh, through DNA, through genitals. And if you don't feel that connection that you should feel with the body you got, let's go talk to somebody about that. And for me, it would be a simpler task for a pre-adolescent who should not who should not be, you know, uh, using hormone blockers to not have puberty happen. Easier to say, listen, I get it. Let's go through nature and see what happens. And once you become an adult, you can make the decisions that you want to make. I think that makes more sense. But then again, it's just me. There are people listening right now who really think we should teach that 13-year-old, no, no, it's perfectly normal to be transgender, which of course it isn't. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com, Case Mike. We come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. 
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this young lady back, a member of our family. She, of course, is a writer on The Daily Caller. You see her on the Newsmax every Sunday morning. And, and by the way, one of the most read, if not the most read, writer on The Daily Caller. you got to go to dailycaller.com or go follow her on all the social media. It, of course, is Kay Smythe. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. I'm so good, Joe. Still sweaty, still very sweaty. You know, how I got more reaction doing? from people about your sweatiness last time because they were like, A, she's already Welsh. Add sweat too. What's going on? But uh, it turned. But but you said it was like forty something degrees in North Carolina. Why are you sweating? Well, it went up to like seventy, and I forgot to put on deodorant. So, you know, typical Monday. Generally speaking, in Europe, you guys don't wear it anyway, do you? I mean, you're a little smellier in Europe, no? Show. I've been to Italy. Let me tell you something. There was more hair under arms in Italy than I have on my legs. All right, ladies. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, no, I don't do that. I'm like, I'm one of those women who's just like, there's no hair from like my eyelashes down. Kind of thing. <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with that. Thank you. No, no we, we had to go there. All right. So, so let's, for, by the way, we'll get to a story where a horse gets punched at some point in this interview today, which I find to be monumental. Now stories, like, let me, let's not do that story yet. We'll wait for, for the end, but let me just ask you this up front. Does a story like that do better? Than like hard news stories or people like, holy crap, what? Yeah, I um I had a conversation with one of my editors today where I was like, I, you know, I've written some really hard hitting news stories. Like I've written some stuff that like, you know, I, I feel should be a talking point around the dinner table. And then I'm like, oh, no, let's talk about the horse that got punched <laughs> in the face. All right, then. Like I've written sto- like, honestly, Joe, if there's an animal involved or an alien involved, it's going to get the clicks because I think people are just kind of. As much as we need that sort of hard-hitting news, I just, like, I think people just like aliens and and, and animals, really. Well, well, how much Trump rally can you take? How much Biden falling all over himself can you take? How much, yes, Elon Musk is buying Twitter can you take? How much Roe v. Wade can you take? And again, all those are very important stories that you know I cover all the time and you and I talk about all the time. Yeah. But you can't only do that or else it's going to be, you know, a boring life. you got to get, somebody punched a freaking horse at the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) I... I didn't even know until you told me because I don't watch Kentucky Derby. That, that to me, is an amazing story. All right, we'll get to that in a second. But you yeah. seem to – let me ask you this, and I wonder if you'll tell me the – you will. You always tell me the truth. Um, do you believe in UFOs? Do you believe in of aliens? Of course I do. Of course I do. Wait, Joe, do you not? Do well, you not? Wait. When, when somebody what? asks me that question – hold on. When somebody asks me that question, my answer is this. I am not so arrogant as to believe we're the only life form in the universe. I don't believe that. So mm-hmm. I do think that there is intelligent life life out there. I just don't know that they're visiting us. What what a what a crap time we're living in right now. Why would a UFO even think about go to Venus, man? There's some fun on Venus. There's some fun out there in the Jupiter. Don't come here with all this crap going on. So, so if they ignorant. if they truly are <laughs> what do you think? If they truly are more intelligent than us, K Smythe, why would they come here right now? Because they're coming here to either A, make sure that we're not going to destroy this planet with like nuclear stuff. Um, I don't even want to get into that um, because they basically start showing up uh, when we became a nuclear world. Um, Or they're here and they are gradually harvesting us and testing us and trying to like interbreed us until we become, I don't know. I don't care why they're here i'm just but you're saying they are i just want them to be here and and the end by the way exciting well well, by the way the u.s government i mean we know that they've got evidence of something other than us floating around Mm -hmm. above us we know Mm -hmm. that right Mm -hmm. we do know that tell me on the story that's doing so well today uh, on aliens 
on the Daily Caller. Now, what is this all about? Are U.S. military, are they hiding information? Did they see something? What do we know? So basically, the U.S. military will take, usually it's around 10 to 20 years, to release evidence that they essentially cannot come to a set conclusion on, but that there's enough evidence of for them to kind of classify. It's, it's, it's less UFO, more unidentified aerial phenomena. So UAP is kind of the new the We, new we, we just pronounce that UAP. UAP. Yeah, we just say UAP yeah. with that one. Okay, we'll no, say we you up. We don't say um, that. Sounds a bit dodge. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so no, basically on the USS Ronald Reagan in uh, one night in 2004, mm. uh, this yellow kind of glowing orb, which was honestly very similar to one that was seen in 1967, that there are a plethora of reports on that actually uh, turned off a bunch of nuclear warheads. Oh, wow. uh, out in, um, I think it was Montana, an Air Force base in Montana. So back in 2004, while the USS Ronald Reagan was sort of like out doing its like ship thing, um, ship thing. Um, this Thank you for clarifying stuff. that because for a second I thought you wanted to K-speech, yeah. which we all know oh. is very profane if we're not mm-hmm. on the radio. Ship mm-hmm. thing, go ahead. Ship thing. So this orb was glowing over about 100 feet above the flight deck for hours, like hours and hours and hours. Now, the piece that I wrote today uh, tells the story of five witnesses who were, two went anonymous, the other three were happy to go on record, who were there watching this thing for the entirety of the time that it was there. And, you know, 70% of the ship's crew were on deck watching it. All of the higher ups apparently were like, do not write about this in your logs. Do not record this. Like, let's just pretend that this isn't happening and get on with everything else that we're supposed to be getting on with. But everyone who wasn't in sort of like a leadership position within the military on that ship on that night was sort of like, what is this thing? And the five witnesses, what they described was... Well, one of them compared it to the burning bush. It's sort of like this oh, wow. thing that felt very natural, very like like it was supposed to be there. And it just sort of hung out, like just traveled with the ship, didn't look like it was moving, um, sort of like a tiny little mini sun that was emitting its own light. Um, and it just sort of hung out there for hours and at least four hours. And then it sort of did like a zigzaggy thing. And, uh, I saw some video over the weekend. It's probably is this because it does this movement that our aircraft can never do. Well, it, it yeah. won't, can do today, maybe eventually. But but let me ask you this. Do you know why, through your research, why they wait 15, 20 years to tell us about it? Um, personally, <clears throat> I think they're drip feeding us into being normalized to the fact that uh, UFOs or UAPs or whatever it is um, exist. I think that eventually they will stage an invasion that won't actually be UFOs. I think it'll be like a way to unite the entire world under sort of like the new world order. It'll give us all something to fear that is greater than, you know, the human species. We'll stop turning on each other and we'll fear some like giant alien. But again, I also watch way too much stuff on this. So... (laughs) Because what you just said, I'm going to get emails on that. I'm going to get tweets on that. Why do you have this woman on? She thinks the aliens are going to unite us. Um, It's a very interesting concept because I think there's no doubt that there are things we can't explain. 
Yeah. And a lot of people will try to explain it away, and you really can't. I've seen too much of it now. There's too much real video evidence of it now. So, again, I'm not arrogant enough to think that there isn't some other life form. I don't have solid evidence of what it is. But, uh, but I'm not going to say that, that it doesn't exist. But then when you say they're going to unite the, the Russians and Ukrainians against one, you know, I, I, don't, you know, I don't know if you can do that. But, um, but, but, and one wonders why you see the similar thing you saw 40 years earlier show mm-hmm. back up. I mean, is there time different? What, okay, we're going to go off the deep end into the rabbit hole one of these days on that. Because I know that you've got a lot, of, uh, a lot of stuff that's both what you believe and it's also evidentiary, which, which is very cool. And I want to get into that. Promise me we'll circle back to that. Oh, we will, because I okay. want to hear all about whether you've had, like, paranormal experiences and stuff. Have you so, met me? You Clearly, know. I have. Clearly. Clearly. Uh, um, it's it's K-Smythe. Go to K-Smythe.com, S-M-Y-T-H-E, and uh, follow on all the social media as well. She's most active, I think, on Instagram and on Twitter, so go and check mm-hmm. her out there. And again, she's here on the program at least every Monday, if not more than that, depending on what's happening news-wise. Let's get into Jake Tapper, who I think is kind of an, uh, he's an enigma. And here's why I say that. Jake Tapper was a straight news reporter on ABC. And then he went to CNN and became this left-wing nut job. Um, and then he sat down with Jill Biden and was asking about the cognitive issues with uh, Joe Biden. And she said, we're not going there. We're not going. And he just let her go. Just didn't go there. Um, he comes out with the most ridiculous things sometimes that are not backed with fact. And then, like, there's a nugget where I'm like, wow, he might, maybe he is a reporter again. Well, he does something deplorable again when it comes to Roe v. Wade and when it comes to unborn children. Fill me in on this. So he was in a debate with uh, Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves. Now, I had never heard of Tate Reeves before. After watching him, I thought, what an absolutely adorable man. Okay. Um, They were debating Roe v. Wade. And I guess back in 2007, Mississippi, under Democratic leadership, mind you, voted to basically disallow abortions in cases of incest. And so... In this debate between Jake Tapper and Tate Reeves, Tapper just loses miserably because like Reeves just has a very like open, honest, heartfelt, factual response to everything that Tapper had to say. So you right. could see sort of Tapper losing this debate, and it was it was kind of fun to watch um, if it wasn't such a dark topic. Right. And then he at one point, Joe, this is this is what got me about this clip. Tapper basically describes women who are going through pregnancy, who are told that they do not have a viable fetus for whatever reason. He decides to describe those unborn children as, quote, tragedies. Now, I wrote a story earlier this year for a different outlet, uh, which was based on a New York Times story, I'll tell you. Um, that basically the New York Times found that 85% of women who do blood tests for um, sort of like genetic conditions, rare disorders, things like that, 85% of those women got false positive results. And at least 6%, and let's be honest, it's probably a lot more, got abortions based on those results. you imagine? Yeah. So not only is Jake Tapper completely ignoring all of this evidence that suggests that, okay, in cases of like rape and incest, getting an abortion is less than 1% of the population, right. firstly. It's right. probably a lot lower in Mississippi. Um, and he's also ignoring the fact that it's actually really hard to carry a non-viable fetus to term. It doesn't happen as often as people think. Right. Now, I know of at least two women that have had to go through that, and I cannot think of anything worse, but they weren't even 
aware of the fact that their child wasn't going to survive until basically it came time to give birth. But he decided to call those children tragedies. And, and, and even the disabled children, we're not talking tragedies. about. We're not talking about stillborn. We're talking about a child who's born alive and has some disability. He called them yeah. tragedies. Now, yeah. why why isn't the left and everybody who loves children? Well, I'm not saying the left loves children because clearly with Roe v. Wade they don't. But the left, if you say the R word. Uh, which mm-hmm. means to slow things down, retard. If you say that, or retarded, which is actually the governmental term for mental retard- uh, retardation, somebody mm-hmm. who's slow uh, compared to the norm, then you're attacked. You're a horrible, hateful person. But Jake Tapper, because he's firmly on the left, will there be any ramifications for him at all? Any consequences for saying that? No. No, that won't be. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it today, because I thought it was... You know, I, I'm like you. Like I go back and forth with him. I follow his social media. Yeah. But after that, I was like, wow, that's pretty disgusting, dude. Every once in a while, there's a nugget where I'm like, oh, he did some journalism there, and he asked a really good question. Wow, what happened, Jake? And he actually blocked me for a while on Twitter, then he unblocked me. It was a very strange situation. <laughs> it's Case Mythe, K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E. Go follow her over on her website, uh, CaseMythe.com. Watch her on Newsmax on Sunday mornings. Rolls her eyes at Ellis Hennigan, rightfully so. <laughs> Uh, and she does a great job there. Plus, she did a primetime hit this week, which I thought was great on Stinchfield with uh, with our buddy um, uh, Carl. All right, so let's get into why the hell somebody's punching a horse in the face. So, okay, I, so I don't understand. Yeah. There's, there's the big race. You got the Kentucky, the, the, the roses. You run for the roses, whatever the hell it is. I haven't watched it in many, many years. I've never, Now, I've seen jockeys fight. I've seen that. But I've never seen somebody punch a horse. Fill me in. Okay, so basically this horse, the 80 to 1 odds, Rich Strike, who won, um, it was such a huge upset for so many people or whatever. I don't really care about horse racing either, Joe. Yes. Um, but <laughs> so I guess um, this horse has an attitude problem okay. and um, was trying to not only was it trying to headbutt another horse that was like the favorite to win, okay. but then after winning, I guess they get led out of whatever the thing is. I like literally don't know anything about horses. I didn't <laughs> grow up with that kind of money. So, right. you know. But um, th- like Rich Strike was trying to bite the pony that was leading it out of like the race area, and so there's this piece of film with these two jockeys, kind of like, oh my goodness, what do we do? And this horse is like, looks like it's trying to like bite this other horse. Wow! And so the jockey on the other horse just turns around and just punches it in the face like repeatedly. But I gotta say, I gotta say, Joe. I am not pro animal abuse. Obviously, you know I have millions of pets. Way too I many. It's never- kind of- it's out of line. Yeah. It's it's outrageous, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like you won't let me bring my pets on the show. It's never fine. happening. Although fine. your pets have shown up on the show uh, their own before. <laughs> Why is there a cat walking past her in the shot? So so no, you're, you're totally for animals. I get it. No, but but was it okay? Because he was, a horse bite hurts. Yeah. Hurts. I mean, horses like horses. Uh, yes. They're made of stern stuff. I remember going like on a long walk with one of my friends when we were probably like thirteen or fourteen. She was tiny. She was like four foot nine until she was probably like eighteen. Um, and there's this huge black stallion in this field we were in, and we didn't really realize it was in there until we started like paying attention. And she just like walked up to this thing because she knew I was scared and just punched it in the chest to make it back up. So I guess it's like something that you can do to a horse. I don't know. 
I am not a horse person. No, they no, I've had a horse or two. Me. I've had a horse or two in my time. One horse, when I was growing up, kicked my mother so hard it just sent her across the yard. Uh, so you never walk behind a horse. Yeah. And, and I think it was my my poor mother. I think that she was also bitten by the, the horse's name was Mama. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure that Mama bit her. Um, and it just horse. left a gigantic black and blue on both sides of her arm oh. or her leg, whatever the hell it was. So, no, I mean, if a horse gets a hold of you, you're done. It's a big giant. It's just a big giant muscle is what a horse yeah. is. Um, yeah. So I get it. But but just I send me the video. I've got to see this because I've not yeah, seen somebody punch the horse. And they punched the winning horse. The horse won. Yeah, so he punched the winning horse. And Joe, just before I go, I want to just add, I know we were joking around at the start of, of the segment about yes. like UFOs and animals doing best. Yes. Actually, usually it's the economic pieces, like the economy, like stock market stuff. Th- those pieces also do very, very, very well. It's not just like horses and things like well, that. Well, that would make say, sense. You know, the Daily Caller is the best place I've ever worked. I Good. love them so much. But, um, yeah, the horse one has done very well. It's very funny. Well, the economy stuff is going to do well because left and right will both read it. They both want to know what the hell's going on. A horse story, the same thing. A UFO story is not a left or right case either. So I get why they would work. Um, Every once in a while, like if Trump says something, you'll probably get a a big thing as well. So I would understand the economy is actually the number one issue right now for Americans. I -hmm. think the border is number two, to be honest with you. Uh, But beyond Mm -hmm. that, we do need some reprieve. We need a place to go and not only hear about abortion and the gas prices and all, but everything, you you know, I I retweet everything that you're right. I read everything that you're right. I just think that you're amazing. So I think just if it says Kay Smythe on it, it's going to do well. Oh, Joe. That's what I do. We got to go. Say goodbye, Kay. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You gotta say goodbye, Kay. Bye, Kay. (laughs) (laughs) We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Glad to have you here on a Motown Monday. Let's do some pop culture. Hi, Polo, what's happening? So did you see the tweet that Elon Musk put out regarding the Russians? I did. I mean, what was that? If I die? What was it? Yeah, so I guess apparently the, the Russian government had put out a tweet about him saying that he was going to be held accountable for you know supplying the fascist forces of in Ukraine military communication equipment. Wow. Yeah. Well, and now he could ban them. They don't have to stay on Twitter. He just ban them and get them the hell off of there. True. Got to go. That's Polo. That's Carrie. That's Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.